Sisterhood is a powerful thing. When women come together, great things happen, and today's story is proof of that. Hi, this is Candy O'Terry. Welcome to the story behind her success. In the spotlight, we've got a woman who joined forces with another woman she met in a waiting room, only to realize that the two had so much synergy, they just had to do something about it. And sometimes the best friendships and partnerships are born in the most unlikely places. We just have to be open to them. This is a story about the intersection between serendipity and capability. The result is a new magazine created by and for women called Living Crew, and it's debuting just in time to kick off 2022 with a big dose of inspiration. There is no other magazine in the world that is quite like Living Crew because its pages are devoted to your story, raw and bold, from your seat, your perspective, no apologies. I think you'll agree, this is the kind of magazine we can all learn from together. We can all look forward to receiving every month and reading from cover to cover, or in digital form, if you prefer. And I can help you with that. Just go to livingcrew.com and let me spell it for you. L-I-V-I-N-G-C-R-U-E dot com. And use promo code CANDIO for 20% off your first year's subscription. Marcy Bracken is her name, and she is the co-founder of Waiting Room Media and Living Crew Magazine. As we settled into our recording studios at Chart Productions, I asked Marcy to tell me the story about how she and friend slash business partner Bridget Snell first met, and how that meeting would go on to create a new and exciting chapter in both of their lives. Bridget and I met in the waiting room, hence the company name. We met in the reading room of the Karate Dojo, where both of our kids were taking karate lessons. And typically you sit in the waiting room, you pull out a book, you pull out your phone, maybe you walk outside. And for some reason, Bridget and I sat down next to each other and we just struck up a conversation and it was so easy and it was so lovely. And it turned out we were both really looking forward to karate. Oh, oh, it's karate day. It's karate. Because we just so enjoyed each other's company. It was the one person at that time as a female friend that I really spoke to. She asked me a question and my truth came out. How was your day? It was a rough one. (laughs) Um, Not sugarcoating it, right? (laughs) Somebody that you can be completely honest with. Yeah. And I don't know why and I don't know what happened or, you know, and as our children, thankfully, became very good friends, our friendship grew and we were talking one day. We were so grateful for the friendship that we had found and the honesty and the truth that we had found that we said to each other, what if all women could have this to find community, to find support, to find compassion, somebody else who went through a similar experience? Well, as somebody who's been providing a platform for women to tell their own stories for my entire career, I am convinced, Marcy, that when we tell our stories, we provide a roadmap for others to follow. And before you know it, we can say to ourselves, well, if she can do it, I can do it. Exactly. 
Right now, you have this beautiful magazine sitting in front of you, which is just coming from production, and it ships soon, but it's called Living Crew. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with that name? We wanted a name that was active, where we came up with living, and then crew is C-R-U-E, and it is actually French and defined as raw. So it almost became a verb. You are living raw. We wanted people and women to join us in this particular way of being. The line that I see on the front cover of the magazine is, your story raw and bold from your seat. And I love there's a pink seat there. What's your mission? Our mission as Living Crew Magazine is to provide a platform for women to share their experiences and their journeys and really embrace them and stand in their truth. And when we say from your seat, it's the experience of the woman and how she experienced it, not the person next to her, not the person who heard the other story. It's how she experienced what happened. Livingcrew.com is the website. And if you use promo code CANDIO, you get 20% off your first year subscription. I'm very proud to be a contributor and an advisor for Living Crew. So please support this great magazine and be a part of all the storytelling. The magazine debuts when? We will have it in hand the last week of December to put in the mail, which is so exciting to be in people's mailboxes the first week of January. It must feel like you're giving birth to a child, except it's right here on paper. It's a little different. From here, we are going to the printer, actually, tonight to hold the first issue in our hands. What do you think that's going to feel like? I feel like it is going to be like the first time I held my son. I really, giving birth is really a great analogy for it. And I think that's part of the creative process. You know, I get a chance to talk to singers a lot. And, you know, what what's it like when you hear your song on the radio? Authors, what's it like when you hold that book in your hands? You're going to have that same experience. Today is an amazing day. Every job we ever have teaches us something. Mm-hmm. Your bio could fall off the table. You have done so much with your life. But if you could, can you highlight a few things along the way in your career that you think have gotten you where you are today? That's a tough question. I think that I took a a risk going into radio, specifically sales in radio. The first real sales job that I had, I showed up and went into the sales manager's office and she said, your desk is down the hall in the separate annex room. There's a phone on your desk and there's a stack of yellow pages right there. Let me know if you have any questions. And So in other words, you were expected to cold call people from the yellow pages. That was where I find my leads. And if I needed anything, she was there. Terrifying. Terrifying. (laughs) Beyond terrifying. And I went back to this desk. I wouldn't even call it my desk because I had never sat in it before. And it was in this corner. And I remember saying to myself, I can either start crying and run out the door. Nobody would know the difference. Or I can figure it out. And I don't know what clicked, but I decided to figure it out. And it was 13 years of an amazing experience. 
that I wouldn't trade for anything. So how terrifying is it when you're sitting there with a telephone and a desk and you've already said to me, listen, I could have run away or I could have chosen to stay. I'm going to guess that when you open up these pages of this magazine, you're going to see a lot of women in there who made the same types of decisions. Absolutely. And that to me is what is so inspiring is women who keep moving and women keep moving. We keep moving forward. We keep doing things. We keep trying. And it's so unique. And what I love and what I admire so much about the women in these pages who have shared their story. And it's a lesson that I am really moved by because it took me a very, very long time to learn this. But the women in these pages, they're confident. They're confident in who they are by having the strength to be vulnerable. And that took me such a long time to learn. You know, I've learned that confidence is a choice and it's something that we have to choose to do every single day. And when you take chances, like some of the women in these pages and like your story about the telephone and the yellow pages and sink or swim, you have to be brave. And the only time that we learn is when we take a chance. Isn't that true? A hundred percent. How does the relationship work between you and Bridget as you've started this magazine? Who does what? Minus my husband and my, my children, my family, it's been one of the most rewarding and amazing relationships I've had in my lifetime. We both come to the table with completely different skill sets. Bridget has years of art director, editor in magazines. She is unbelievable with design, behind the scenes. And I came from marketing and I came from sales for magazines, for radio. And it was this perfect marriage. And we had this conversation that this could really work. And we used the analogy, you stay in your lane, I'm going to stay in my lane and we're going to be just fine. The best partnerships are like puzzle pieces, right? You put those two pieces together and you are so much better than you are on your own because you double your abilities. She's amazing. She'll call and ask my opinion. That's that's your thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I trust her so completely. And I think that's what's so beautiful about the relationship. We were just talking about what it's going to feel like when you hold this magazine in your hands for the very first time. How are you hoping your readers feel when they open up Living Crew? I hope that their breath is taken away the same way that ours has been reading these stories as we put this together. And we're hoping that, yes, this is a magazine, but we're hoping by the women who read these pages, they will join the movement. It's a magazine, but we believe it's a movement in living raw, living boldly, and most of all, unapologetically. Well, I want to take you back because I believe that we are very much a product of our upbringing. So can you tell us a little bit about where you come from and what life was like in your house? I grew up in Fairfield County, Connecticut, and life was wonderful. I have amazing parents. My sister is my best friend. I'm so lucky. And I, I come from an interesting background. My father's parents were both Holocaust survivors. 
My grandmother is a survivor of Auschwitz, and my grandfather was a survivor of Dachau. Uh, they met in a train station after the camps were liberated, and they spent, I believe, about three years in a refugee camp in Germany, where my father was born before they were able to come to the United States. This story, this part of my history, I took very seriously, and I really felt through growing up from a very early age that I was representing. I was why they survived. I don't I had to do great things to I don't want to say validate, but just really to make them proud that what they went through had greater meaning. Do you remember the first time your parents ever told you that story? How old were you? It was before high school. And I want to say it was around middle school. It's a tough story to share. So it wasn't something that we talked about. But once it was out, I have to say we really talked about it. It was part of our identity. It's not like it came up every single day. But my grandmother, who is absolutely one of my role models, had a physical deformity of her hand of something that had happened while she was in the camps. So it was very visible. What happened to her hand? The story that I have gotten through time is that her hand became frozen to her cousin's hand as they were holding on to each other. That's my understanding. That's what I, I love that story. It just, it, it means the world to me. And think about the work that you're doing today. You know, one of my questions is always, One thing always does lead to another. Mm -hmm. And you were saying that you were hoping that this path that you're on is the right path. And then you think about your grandmother and her sister holding on to one another in that way. And here you are as part of a partnership that's creating a magazine by and for women. Sisterhood is a powerful thing, isn't it? It's everything. There's just something unique about it. So what was the message like in your house when you were growing up? We know about the Holocaust piece, but even before your parents told you that story, was there a golden rule in your house? Was it strict? Was it, you know, kind of easygoing? Strict, definitely. But we were very happy. We were very classic. It was about education. It was about being a good person and about contributing, So those are really the core values. And we were happy. We had an amazing, amazing extended family that we saw all the time. And we were really taught about support. What role did your faith play in your life? An an enormous, enormous role in my life. And from a very early age, again, it just resonated with me. I took my bat mitzvah very seriously, where I think some children like... They think of it as a party, right? <laughs> yeah, cruise through it. But I really remember standing on the pulpit, and I remember looking out and seeing all four of my grandparents, two Holocaust survivors, what you know, a, a veteran, and, and just feeling proud to be up there that I was in front of them being able to do that. When you were a little girl, did you know what you wanted to do with your life? No, and I still don't, Candy. <laughs> do you know what you're going to do with your you're life? You're waiting for the next chapter already, and here you are. You haven't even gotten the magazine in people's hands. I have to say, um, I had no idea, and this was actually something that I talked about all the time. My husband is a musician, 
and he has this amazing passion for music. And I would always say, I don't have that. I don't have a passion. I don't feel compelled to have to do something. And now all of a sudden, this is where I am, and this is my passion. Well, speaking of your husband, his name is Bill Bracken, and um, he's a former radio engineer, right? Mm -hmm. But he's very involved in music, as you said. He's up for a Boston Music Award for Best Heavy Metal Band. Yes. Pretty exciting. Very exciting. Ruckus House. We got magazines. We got rock bands. (laughs) Never a dull moment. How did becoming a mother change you, Marcy? (gasps) Profoundly. And one of the first things that happened when my son was born, and I also am a stepmother, when I walked in the door, when my husband and I got together, and I saw my stepson look up at me with a particular look in his eyes and realized that it was not about me anymore. And during the birthing process, there was pain, and my son had just been through cesarean taken from me, and I was like, that hurts, that hurts. But I refused to scream in pain because already in that moment, I didn't want the first sound my son heard to be a scream of pain. And it was, it's been magical ever since. Next few questions we ask everybody who sits where you are. Are you ready? I'm ready. When an obstacle is in your path, how do you get around it? I try and go through it. I'm a believer of being where you are, handling what is being given to you in the, to the best of your ability, and going through it, not around it. Not under it, but through it. Do you believe that sometimes obstacles are opportunities, that they're put there for us to learn from? Uh, absolutely. 100%. 100%. 100%. What do you wish you knew, Marcy, when you first got started in business of any kind? I wish I knew it was okay to make a mistake. <laughs> for years, I was so scared of failure, and I was so scared of making a mistake And now, not that I welcome it, but it's okay. It's fine. I made a mistake. Okay, let's fix it. Let's go through it. I also believe that relationships are everything. I mean, here you and I are, you know, our paths crossed years ago. We knew each other's names, but we never really spent much time together. And here we are sitting here and about to launch this incredible project. Mm -hmm. How have your relationships over the last 25, 30 years professionally, helped you in this endeavor? I think I can answer that if it's okay, Candy, more from a personal level. The biggest influencer in my life has been my husband. And the reason why he has been is because from the very beginning, I was myself, There was, again, something about him. I was myself. I was goofy. I have a funny laugh that people talk about. I I don't know. I sit on the floor and I was a 35-year-old woman. All goofy things. And he embraced all of it and made me feel so good in my own skin about who I was. And he changed me. There's no one more incredible than he is. 
He's the strongest person I know. He's the love of my life. He's amazing. And I'm speechless because I was not expecting to talk about this. But he he has this saying every once in a while where he'll look at me and he go, you're such a Marcy. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. You're just you. And that's and I love you or and that's so great or whatever. And it was life changing. You know, we all need one person in our life who's kind of like that objective third party who will tell you the truth. And it sounds like maybe that's who he is to you. He really is. It's raw (laughs) to bring it back. (laughs) Well, here are my 16 life lessons. I'm going to hand them over to you. And by the way, everybody, when you subscribe to Living Crew magazine, go to livingcrew.com and promo code CANDIO, and you will get a 20% discount. And you'll also get my 16 life lessons, which are printed in the first issue of the magazine. These are pieces of wisdom, Marcy, that I have learned from the hundreds of women that I've interviewed. As you look at that list, what is your favorite? Is there anything there that resonates for you? And if so, why? I think wisdom is recognizing a mistake before you make it again. (laughs) It implies that it's okay to make the mistake. (laughs) And there's recognition of the mistake. We're not avoiding that. And that's something that I'm really trying to embrace is the imperfection and how beautiful the imperfection can be. Final question. And thank you so much, Marcy, for coming and being part of the story behind her success. Right now, in this chapter in your life, what does success mean to you? I would like to create something positive, create something helpful create something that will help others, whether it's the women who are telling these stories, that it helps them to connect with the story and or get through the experience. And also for the women who read it, I want them to be able to find the community and find the compassion and the love The name of the magazine is Living Crew, your story, raw and bold from your seat, which is a very nice one, by the way. Thank you so much for sharing your story, Marcy Bracken, on the story behind her success. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Candy. And that's the story behind her success for this week. If you know a woman I should interview for the show, reach out and tell me about her. Just go to my website, candyoterry.com. There's also a full library of stories for you to listen to anytime you need a little dose of inspiration. Follow me on Facebook at Candy O'Terry Official and on all other platforms at Candy O'Terry. And whether you're listening on one of our radio affiliates or from your smartphone, we'll have a fresh episode for you next week on the story behind her success. And remember, when we lift each other up, we all rise.